Welcome to Hydrate Level 4. I'm your host, Peter. Today I am doing a bonus review on Furious 7. It's a, a direct sequel to the the third installation of the Fast and Furious franchise, the uh, Tokyo Drift. Um, this is the seventh movie, but uh, Tokyo Drift essentially takes place between... Uh, Fast and Furious 6 and Furious 7. Uh, this installation, it is directed by uh, James Wan and it stars Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, uh, Tyrese Gibson, Chris Bridges, Kurt Russell, and Jason Statham. Uh, it is rated PG-13 as... Uh, the previous ones uh, for sequences of violence, action, and destruction, mayhem, suggestive content, and brief strong language. Uh, this is also the longest movie clocking in at 2 hours and 17 minutes. Uh, so what I'm going to do is briefly talk about it um, in non-spoiler, it, basically to kind of recommend the movie. And then I'm going to play a little bit of music, and then I'm going to get into um, what I liked about the movie and the issues I had with it. Uh, and that will obviously um, be filled with spoilers, so be aware of that. If you have not yet seen the movie, um, I would definitely recommend going to see it. Uh, I did grow up watching the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, let me see, it came out in 2001, so I was still in high school. Uh, matter of fact, the year it came out, I think is the year I graduated. So, um, you know, I was in my late teens and I kind of grew up with these movies and I seen them all. Uh, the only one I skipped when it first came out in the theaters was Tokyo Drift. And I think for a lot of people, um, they probably waited or, you know, kind of bypassed that movie just because Paul Walker and Vin Diesel were not in it. Uh, I did eventually see it. Um, I don't know probably not shortly after but uh, a little while after and you know when part four came out uh i kind of got on board again because they kind of changed uh the style of the movies from then on and turning it into more of a heist type film you know something kind of like um like the italian job something like that but uh I don't want to say I'm a big fan of the franchise. I am a fan. I mean, I do uh, own the Blu-ray collection. Uh, I will eventually buy the Furious 7 on Blu-ray to complete my set as well. Uh, a star rating, I, I've really been kind of wrestling with um, with a 4. I, I think I'm going to go with a 4 out of 5 stars uh, for this one. Um, I'm obviously going to kind of, kind of get into it a little bit more, uh, in the spoiler section, but I did put out, um, that I would, I wanted some feedback from people who had seen the movie and I put a thread out on, uh, on a group page, uh, shout out to, uh, Project Fandom. Um, I, I put a, a thread out on their page asking for people to kind of give input. Um, not a lot of them were very uh, spoiler-filled, but uh, the ones that I will read right now that doesn't give anything away, hopefully this kind of helps you decide whether or not to go watch the movie. Uh, but these people did like it. Uh, from Ricardo E., he says, I have seen all of them, 
even Tokyo Drift. So I am excited to see this one. I feel like this is part of my adulthood. Um, I, I, I guess I didn't really uh, review these uh, entries, but it sounds uh, it doesn't sound like he's seen it yet because uh, he's saying that he's, he is excited to see it. Um, uh, Pialani, she says, my daughter has already seen it twice. Her review, that movie was on fleek and everyone should see it a million times. Uh, that'd be a lot of money. But, uh, LOL, I didn't like the way the fight scenes were directed at all. You have to expect ridiculousness and just let it happen. So, obviously people that are fr uh, fans of the franchise... You already know what you're getting yourself into going into watching this movie, right? You got to suspend your disbelief and check in your brain at the door, as they say, right? Uh, we can, we kind of already knew that. Um, when you go watch a Fast and Furious movie, you're just expecting a lot of action, you know. Ho hopefully, some cars uh, for the guys. They they get to see a little TNA and uh, <laughs> some brief scenes. Um, and Chris E says saw it this afternoon loved it completely over the top completely ridiculous and completely awesome well said sir i uh, completely agree um so those are uh, a few of the viewers or people that have seen the movie and uh, that's as non-spoiler as you'll get everything else uh i'm gonna you know read later on but uh yeah there are definitely a lot of things to like about it um what I will say first off is that I did have um, a specific expectation for this movie going in. And unfortunately, it did not meet that. And that's why I gave it a four and not as high as, you know, others um, that others might have given it. This this isn't my favorite one. I will spoil that much. Um, but I'll, you know, definitely get into the meat of it a little bit more later. So uh, I, I do recommend watching this in the theater. The the, the action sequences are amazing. Um, you know, it being a sequel, uh, doesn't matter it being the seventh one, but as sequels go, they get bigger, they get broader in locales. Um, a lot of a lot of eye candy, whether it's explosions or cars or girls for the guys and and guys for the girls. You know, Paul Walker's a very handsome man, so probably girls and guys alike uh, uh, would you know wouldn't mind seeing him on on the big screen. Basically, just I don't think it's any secret. Just go in with an open mind uh, and try not to have too much expectations i guess which is kind of hard to say because um i don't know it's just my expectations what was a little bit different and I'll, I'll actually say what it is uh in the spoiler section so again if you've not yet seen this movie i would suggest go ahead and pausing this episode and uh go check the movie uh, everyone else has already seen it some twice uh yeah, I, as a matter of fact, I spoke with a guy earlier today who also saw it twice over the weekend, and, and he just he just loves it. So there are it's definitely for a lot of people. Uh, I just seem to be the one that's you know slightly uh, a, a little disappointed in my expectations. But uh, now's your chance to go ahead and pause the episode and check out the movie for those that have already seen it. After the music, I will go ahead and get into spoilers. It's going down for it.
Okay, and for those that are listening now, I, again, hopefully you have already seen the movie because I will get into spoilers, uh, spoilers type stuff. Um, so I'll just go ahead and get to into it. I'll kind of talk about the, the different characters and, and things I liked and disliked. Uh, but I will start off with the, the stuff that I had issues with. Um, people that I have talked to so far have been saying I've been very nitpicky. And I would agree with them to a certain extent, but there are things that was very hard to kind of turn my head on. You, you know, the, the things that just after six movies of the Fast and Furious franchise, I've come to understand things can get very um, uh, just over the top, right? That that's that's what you've come to expect with this type of franchise. I mean, the first movie had very bad lines, you know, to the point where people are saying things that the viewers are thinking themselves. That's just not very strong writing, in my opinion. Um, this one doesn't do a lot of that. But what I'm trying to say is there are things that I can accept because it is a Fast and Furious franchise. Having said that, there are things that I just kind of had issues with just because I just felt the writing was lacking in this. And it could also be, you know, a combination of it being a different director. As I had mentioned earlier in the episode, um, this one is directed by James Wan. This is his first uh, directorial in the franchise. Previously, we've had Justin Lin for most of it. And obviously, the the first two, um, first one was uh, Robert Cohen. Um, I forget his first name. That sounds right. I mean, he directed Bruce Lee's uh, The Dragon and um and uh the triple x movie you know among others but and then the second one was directed by john singleton right which was you know <laughs> a very interesting choice but james wan has directed like uh the first two insidious um i think he's kind of known a little bit more for the horror and thriller type movies so uh, as far as I know, I, I haven't looked up his um, filmography. I, I don't know if he's really done a whole lot of, you know, action and uh, heavy CGI, big blockbuster movies, basically. Th- this might be his first one. Um, he did a fine job in here. I mean, I I really wish Justin Lin would have stayed on. Um, from what I read, Justin Lin left because the studio's greenlit part seven before six was even um released i believe is how it went and justin lynn having you know uh, directed the last four movies he he needed a little break and going in straight into seven you know that's going to take up like 10 years of his life you know and so so he kind of stepped away from this um and james wan uh, again he did a fine job my issue with it is that james wan has not spend any time with these actors slash characters. So I felt a lot of the characters were misused, perhaps maybe even misdirected. And I think that's where it was kind of hurting for me. Um, for example, the the lackluster introduction to, or reintroduction to our characters. Um, I've only seen the movie the one time. Uh, I saw it yesterday, so I've had approximately 24 hours to process the movie. 
I forgot how Roman and Tej were even brought back in. I mean, in previous movies, we see we see each of our characters doing something before they are called upon, you know, to kind of meet up as a big group, right? So we didn't get that in this one. Uh, Paul Walker's entrance. Actually, I'll talk about that one a little bit later because I actually like that. I, I want to kind of focus on the my, my issues at this point, but um. Uh, for example, right because this is the the sequel right after Tokyo Drift, we get to see Bow Wow and um, Lucas Black. I want to say uh, we see them again, but only for a few minutes. And I don't know about anybody else, but from the trailers, I thought they were gonna play a bigger role in this. You know, I I just the way they were brought back into this particular movie, I really thought that they were going to get added to the group, you know, and kind of help out throughout the movie, but that didn't happen. They were there to say a few lines. Um, Lucas Black's character gives uh, Dom, Vin Diesel's character, you know, a necklace and a picture, you know, that they found uh, after Han's car blew up, whatever. That That's all that was left is just those two items, which is, okay, you know, I, 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 I'm okay with that. But I guess they want to bring back everybody to kind of pay a tribute for Paul Walker. I'm not sure, but I feel like if you're going to bring these characters in, you gotta you gotta do it well. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's another way that you could have done with those two characters. But you literally, Bow Wow had like one quick scene. Lucas Black had one quick scene, and then the dialogue with Dom uh, shortly after that, and then the, the, that's that's it. We don't see them anymore. Um, the introduction of Jason Statham loved it. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll get into his introduction a little bit later, but him as a bad guy. Okay, so obviously we saw how he was introduced in the very beginning. We are led to believe, well, not led to believe, we we, we find out that he is a badass, right? Uh, I, I think there was one point uh, he was some kind of um, operative that uh, they wanted to take down. Which you know we've we've all heard this before, right? No big deal. I don't care. That, I'm fine with that. And they they mentioned how 20 guys were sent to get after him, and then he took them all down, right? Throughout this movie, Tej, uh, you know, ludicrous. Tej he m- mentioned something that you know they were all being hunted or something like that, right? I, I remember the word being hunted. I didn't get that feel that they were being hunted. I felt that it was more of um i'm trying to think of statham's uh character's name uh let me see if i can look it up real quick uh deckard shaw okay so shaw it was really between him and dom um i didn't get the feeling that the other characters were being hunted at all matter of fact this entire franchise has always talked about this team being a family this is the first time i did not feel that yes a couple of the characters has died but a lot of the times, Dom is kind of out on his own. Okay, um, Very few times do we actually see the group as a whole. And when they are, those are one of my favorite scenes. You know, um, Again, I just don't feel like Statham's character was out hunting these people. Yeah, he killed Han. You know, um, Gal Gadot's character, uh, gosh, uh, Giselle, uh, he didn't 
you know, that was a freak accident, obviously, right? So only Han was the one that was killed. And and even that alone, okay, this is going to lead me into the funeral scene, which uh, I'm not... I, I think most people kind of knew that the funeral scene from the trailers was actually Han's funeral. But they they're all there, obviously, to pay their respects. And then... Shaw's, Shaw pulls up in a car, which is not discreet at all whatsoever. Um, I just feel the disrespect for him to show up at Han's funeral. I think that should have played um, a little bit bigger. Dom notices Shaw. We, we don't even know that it's even Shaw uh, right away. But Dom hops into his car and chases after him what about the crew okay um to me dom's taking it really personal and if they are indeed a family i think everybody should have left and gone after this guy you know dom leaving himself is already kind of disrupting the funeral already (laughs) why not the entire group go as a team as a family to go chase after this guy who they already kind of like figured out was shaw that right there uh, it was a little that's yeah it's nitpicky uh I, i just you know that's just one of my few issues um the the chemistry is kind of there but it's not as strong I feel um, as it was in the previous movies. Uh, some of my other issues was uh, Hobbs and Mia. Okay, now I understand that The Rock was doing Hercules at the time. Um, Jordana Brewster, who has aged pretty badly, <laughs> is. Um, I never thought she was hot to begin with. I mean, she was, you know, she was pretty, whatever. But she, her and Vin Diesel are the ones that aged the worst. Vin Diesel looked like he's he's been drinking too much uh, Coronas. Um, but uh, Jordana Brewster, she was on the um, the reboot of the Dallas show, which has since canceled again, I, I I believe. So when she started filming, it was actually towards the end. So a lot of her uh, scenes, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if all her scenes that involved Paul Walker he was he was he had already passed away at that time so so i i i can forgive their the reasons as to why mia isn't in there a, a lot okay so i i understand that and the rock i i understand his situation and um you know their scenes they come in and they do what they do but i just felt that they were done poorly um, I won't go too much into Mia's stuff. Um, you know, I just had the minor issue, but I understand that. But Hobbs, my biggest issue with his character, um, it, and it's not even like The Rock or 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 even Hobbs. It, it's 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 all the stuff at the end when they're in L.A. and it's at night, and then you know The Rock comes out and you know he's wielding this big machine gun, kind of like Rambo. Um, but it's 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 specifically when we we're supposed to, we're led to believe Dom is possibly dead, and um, Brian and Letty are um, trying to resuscitate him, and um, The Rock, you we keep seeing cuts of him, but he's not standing by anybody else for the obvious reasons, right? He, he was probably filming there by himself that that particular day, but um, so The Rock is kind of forced to do all these 
all these physical reactions to what's going on. And it just did not work for me at all whatsoever. I had wished that they could have gotten, you know, some of the other actors to come back and do reshoots and be on the same screen. I have a big problem when the characters are all in the same place, but they can't be in the same shot for some reason um, or or even seen in the background a little bit. It, it, it just it just takes me out because I just feel like it was just edited to look a certain way and it just did not work for me. Um, Ramsey's character, okay, who is uh, played by Natalie um, Emmanuel, who, uh, you know, fans of Game of Thrones will know her as Miss Sandy. I love Miss Sandy. She is extremely easy on the eyes, just gorgeous, okay? When we found out that Ramsey is her, I completely forgot she was even in the movie. Um, I didn't look at my watch or anything like that. And that that's one thing I, I, I got to give this movie, that this is a quick 2 hours and 17 minutes. I did not one time think that this movie was moving too slow. Everything was so fast-paced. You know, you're at the edge of your seat. You're having such a good time. It just goes by so fast. And at the end, you're like, wow, that, that's, that was only 2.17. But when we see Ramsey... I I forgot that the actress was even in this movie and so you know they, and and I guess that's supposed to be like you know kind of a reveal anyway when they keep talking about Ramsey you think that she's supposed to be some kind of guy but then you know when they go rescue her they pull off you know the hood and, and it's a girl but um I don't know why it had to be Natalie to um play her it could have been anybody else and I actually would have preferred it not even having her because Taj is already a master hacker himself, which is, uh, did I say Taj? I meant Tej. Uh, he's a master hacker himself. He could have done any of the stuff that Ramsey was doing in the movie. Okay, and I get that she's supposed to be even like, even more, um, uh, you know, a, of a bigger hacker than he is. I get that, but it's just... You know, why bring in extra new characters that aren't really going to do anything anyway? I, I get it because she's a girl and she's pretty. That's that's probably why they did it, I, I'm sure. They, Gal Gadot dies and then they bring her in. Um, but one, one of my biggest issues is that... Uh, Okay, so I really enjoyed, you know, the the back and forth with Tej and Roman and, and, you know, how Roman, you know, doesn't really hit on her, but obviously there's lines that he drops here and there that allude to, you know, that that, that he has an interest in her. But uh, my problem with with her character is at the end, when they're all sitting on the beach and she's there too, I'm sitting there like, oh, of course. And, And this is what bothers me. We don't know anything about her. I don't care for her to be on the beach with them. They could have had a scene saying, you know, having her thanking the team, um, you know, for rescuing her because she is she doesn't hook up with anybody. I mean, it, it seems that they were trying to make it look like Tej and her were kind of a thing, but there were no scenes that made it that really solidified that and. Just her sitting out there on the beach. I'm thinking, what you don't, you you're you're single. You you didn't have a boyfriend. You you don't have a family. You can go to. You don't have a home. Are you homeless? Why why are you hanging out with these people? They saved your life. I get that, but that doesn't make you part of their family right away. I mean, I don't know. I've never saved anybody. I've never been saved by anybody. So I I guess I can't speak from experience. But that just 
that just kind of bothered me. So, so that's why I feel like, well, her character was not needed. It could have been written a little bit tighter, and that way you could have focused on the actors that are still in this movie. Um, you know, I I feel like I'm pooping on this movie, right? And, and you know, to to a certain extent, I I, I am. I, I just had a lot of issues with it, but I, you know, I I will get to the stuff I do like. Um, okay, so uh, Ronda Rousey. I hated her character. I hated her acting even more. She is supposed to be a bodyguard, which okay, hey, that's totally fine. And she's even dolled up too. Okay, that's that's fine. A, a dolled up bodyguard for a prince who has no lines in the movie. I I understand we have to get to um Abu Dhabi, but the, the this this whole thing about the prince buying the flash drive that was sold in the first place it, it, it seemed like James Wan watched Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol and it's like we need to go there you know and and everything in Abu Dhabi is extremely awesome and cool but but the whole thing with the prince and it, it's just it just wasn't needed. Uh, again, I, I just feel like they should have brought... Okay, look. When Paul Walker passed away, it that's that halted all filming. And they eventually came back and said, hey, we, we're still going to do this. But then they pushed out the release date quite, quite a bit. They should have brought in somebody else to help with the writing, to make it stronger, to do their due diligence, to make this an extremely good movie. It, while I'm already here and we are in the the spoiler section, let me tell you what my expectation of this movie was. It was for this one to be the best one of the series. To probably a lot of people, it may be. And from hearing that people have gone to watch it more than once already this, this opening weekend, that, that says a lot, right? That to, to them, this probably is the best one. I don't think it is. I think... Fast Five is the best one. I I, I believe that that is better than this one. Um, That one has uh, the team working as a family. You see their trial and error, you know, um, setting up all these things. This one, they're just kind of going in willy-nilly and just doing everything, and everything is just working to their advantage and coincidental, you know. Yeah, makes me want to rip out my hair. Um, But... I don't know. I guess Ronda Rousey. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, they had to bring somebody else to fight um, Michelle Rodriguez again, right? The fight was fine. It, it seemed a little short to me. But um, another thing is like, okay, so while they were there, um, you know, I'll talk about the. Well, okay, so Dom and Brian are trying to steal this this car. I, I forgot what it's called. It, it's like the uh, the the Lycan something sport hyper sport or something like that there's only seven made um and they're extremely expensive so brian and dom are trying to go steal the flash drive back which is i think hidden hidden in this car so uh tyrese is you know doing his thing extremely funny scene tej is uh, tej and ramsey they're off doing whatever now after that entire sequence after dom and brian escape run through three different buildings which again awesome awesome right how how the hell did Tej and 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 um, uh, Roman and Letty, who are in the middle, who are standing in front of the prince, like shouldn't they have been detained and captured or something like that for 
um, you know, the fight with the, uh, you know, uh, the bodyguard, like, that was just like, okay, what, did they just were able to leave? Um, the the other stuff I had an issue with, the, the, the noticeable CGI of Paul Walker, they did a pretty good job. I mean, uh, I think the CGI Paul Walker looks looks better than the Arnold and um, Terminator Salvation. I'll give it that. But I it was really hard for me to 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 really look for it. Okay, I, I mean we know he passed away, so yeah, I was sitting there looking for the CGI faces, and I saw it a lot. Um, the the most notable one for me was the the entire um LA sequence at night and especially the the fight with Tony Jaa uh between uh, Brian and T- and Tony Jaa's character where they where they're fighting in the dark and um that's obviously you know one of the uh the Walker brothers you know that that's the body double cuz cuz the face doesn't always line up you know with the body and it, the the lighting isn't quite right on the face but that I still think that fight scene is is awesome too, uh, and, and you know the the whole line with uh, "you're too slow." You know, I really enjoyed those two lines. Um, you know, the with the Paul Walker saying it the second time around. Um, Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, the the other one that that uh, I noticed, and this this wasn't too bad. I actually kind of liked it, but it was when. Um, our our main characters are back in LA the first time and it's you know still daytime and they're kind of looking out in, into the city you know probably on a cliff or something like that and they're all kind of standing side by side which is very similar to um you know some of the posters that we see where it's just their faces or their bust basically um you know side by side their profile uh so I like I like that scene but you can see that the way it's framed and and um anytime you know, Paul Walker talked, and there wasn't a whole lot of lines, um, but they would not focus on his face, obviously. They would show us the other characters. Uh, so that was, you know, pretty noticeable that, that he wasn't there for that. Um, another, I, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but uh, I, I did read that when he passed away, he, you know, filming, they weren't even halfway done with filming. So that kind of says a lot, you know, um, they really had to scrap to, to try to get him into this movie, which, you know, I, I wish they took a little bit longer, you know, I, I know fans, you know, wanted this movie, but, uh, I, I think if they took a little bit longer that they, they could have maybe gotten him in a little bit more using other footage and, and maybe more of the brothers, but I mean, these, they still did a really good job. All right, so after pooping on this movie for so long, I'm going to get into some of the things uh, I did like. Um, and, and just real quick, again, Vin Diesel, I, I just feel um, it was it was too much about him, and I just feel like he was trying to put the entire movie on, you know, on himself, you know, carry the weight of the movie by himself. I, I don't know whose call it was or, or did people not pay attention, but I, I just feel like Tej and Roman took a bit of a back seat. Um, I, again, there were a lot of times that Dom was kind of off on his own. So, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, I actually liked her in this movie. Didn't really care for her in the other ones. I know some people may disagree. Uh, matter of fact, I, I spoke with a friend earlier today that didn't care for her at all, but I actually kind of liked it. Um, with her... 
memory coming back? I mean, was that really, you know, a reveal? Because I, I, I think all of us knew her memory was eventually going to come back. But uh, the way it came back, uh, was it Iggy Azalea that, that knocked her, knocked it back into her? Um, I, I didn't mind that cameo. It's fine. But she was probably like seven years old, you know, when the first movie came out. So I don't know how she knows Letty. Um, but that's fine, whatever. Uh, Paul Walker's very first uh, introduction to the movie. Loved it. Hilarious, right? We, we we see his face. We see him behind the steering wheel. We're like, oh, another race. Or what is he doing? Is he testing out a new car? No, he, he's in a minivan, you know, <laughs> driving up to drop off his son. Um, I had a slight issue with this particular scene because uh, we obvious, obviously see... Brian, you know, still trying to get the hang of the whole family life, right? But then there's this staff member. I, I'm assuming she's a teacher because she apparently, you know, she she took his son out of it, out of the van, you know. But it, the way it was shot, it seemed like the teacher was, you know, she had some kind of interest in Brian, and I thought that was gonna play into something, which we don't ever see that teacher ever again. So. I don't know if it was the actress or the director, but that could have been done differently because, yeah, it just it made me think that something was going to happen. And then him and Mia were going to fight you know, because of the teacher and it was going to be a misunderstanding. So there was a misstep there somewhere. But I really do enjoy it. It was hilarious. You know, it got a really big laugh out of the audience. Uh, Tyrese hilarious right he, he's always been the comedic relief and he was extremely funny in this one too um the there's the scene where they're looking at the this this map and and i think tyrese is calling out like some of the shots and um you know one of the uh kurt russell's men was like you know uh well they tried to um uh well they they basically try to make Tyrese the the leader and then and then he gives that you know hesitation and he pauses and he's like well, well you know not right now and uh I don't know just his line delivery and his lines were uh, really funny um there's that one point where Ramsey was on the computer and then Tyre uh, uh Roman was like can, can I use the email or can, can I check my email uh so that was really funny but uh I think my favorite scene uh with with Roman is got to be the their the airdrop when when they're um dropping all the cars out of the plane and Roman's the last one to go and this played for a long time too so I kind of appreciated that that it wasn't just like a like a quick joke you know th this actually played on for a while and uh you know he he was the last one to uh to come out of the uh, out of the plane uh, reverse out you know on, on the parachute because you know he's scared of heights and um. He, doesn't want to die doesn't want to do something wrong i'm not sure but he's just like you know hey no i'll stay here we'll circle around make sure everything's good up here so i really like that that was really funny uh and here's my you know bit of issue is that because he didn't want to leave tej had rigged up some kind of exploding device on the plane to um to release roman's car H had this happen right so he had a uh uh, you know, a backup plan or, you know, the, the, the terms escaping me right now, but, um, okay, sure. Uh, I'll give it that, you know, the explosion wasn't that big, but, uh, that, that's a little suspect, you know, you probably don't want to have any kind of type of explosions on a plane because if the pilots didn't know about it, they probably could have freaked out and possibly crashed. I, I, I don't know. Um, Operation Ramsey Rescue, 
Now, this is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Why? Because everybody is involved in this rescue mission. When they're on the mountain and they're they're chasing after this vehicle with Ramsey in it, everybody's driving a different type of vehicle and they're they're helping each other out, maneuvering, trying to get to the car. This is just the, uh, an amazing sequence, action sequence. Okay, I I just I just loved it. And this is where we also see that. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, uh, Jaman Hansu, you know, the guy who was in Guardians of the Galaxy, he was in here. Uh, his character is supposed to be some kind of big bad guy, too, which is kind of under underused because later on he comes back with this really big military type um, plane and, you know, he's shooting at people in L.A. Um, but he's the one who has Ramsey. And one of my other favorite scenes is the 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 part where Paul Walker was uh was it was it the bus? Well, it it was the vehicle that Ramsey was originally in, and he gets locked up by Tony Jaw after a really awesome fight scene. Um, so he heads over to the cliff, and and it slows down just in time that the that the vehicle doesn't fall off. But Paul Walker stuck in there, and he's able to climb out and. Uh, who was it, Letty? I think Letty was driving, and then she does this uh, 360 around the um, on the cliff, and, and times it just right so that way uh, Brian was able to jump and and hop on and grab the spoiler of the vehicle and get saved. So that was really cool too. So that that's also one of my favorite scenes, probably my best, my favorite action sequence of Paul Walker. Um, let me see what else uh, the fight scenes. Yeah, Tony and Jaw already kind of mentioned. My only issue with it is that I, I just feel that um, for those that don't know Tony Jaw, you got to watch Ang Bak. You know, that's kind of what made him not really a household name, but that that's what people know him from. You know, he does some amazing stunts, and you just you got to check it out on YouTube at least. But I just feel like if you get Tony Jaw, you want him to do Tony Jaw type stuff, and there was only one thing I could think of that he did was when uh, before that vehicle was about to go off on the cliff, prior to him locking up um, um, Brian, he uh, he jumps over. Uh, well, maybe it was later on. I forget. Anyway, I, I guess I won't go into it because I kind of forgot. But yeah, Tony Jaw, he was kind of underused. Same thing with Ramsey's character. And uh, and again, Jason Statham's character Shaw, you know, if if the if our team was indeed being hunted, Shaw should have had, you know, he was working with uh, Hansu's character, right? Um, he shouldn't use that team to go hunt these people out because the second half of the movie, the main team is kind of split up. Vin Diesel is off with Brian. And Tej is with Ramsey, and again Tyrese and Letty. I don't know; they're all kind of scattered. If somebody's being hunted, we should have seen something like that. Somebody should have been captured. Not once did we ever feel that um, our team was ever really in any type of danger. Um, action sequences are intense. Um, I'm trying to think if I if I brought up. Okay, so we know Tej is a hacker. I can believe that because in Too Fast Too Serious, Too Serious, in Too Fast Too Furious, we saw that he was able to hook up the the you know the drawbridge and open it up you know during one of the uh, the races. So I guess we can you know 
believe that he can do things like that. But then he has a fight scene where you know, he can hold it down. But where did we see that before? I, I didn't take him as a fighter. So they've kind of gone James Bond with this a little bit, which, you know, I, I'm fine with. But it's just like, well, we, we didn't see that before. And it was kind of interesting to add that there, you know, um, because if anything, I would have expected Roman to be more of the fighter. And I I, I want to say he may, maybe he has some scenes. I, I, I don't even remember. So here's one of the things uh, uh, with this movie, too. Uh, aside from a couple of the action s- scenes that I've already mentioned, a lot of it aren't going to be that memorable. I mean, I-, I guess not a lot of these previous ones are really that big either, but I'm always going to remember that bank vault, you know, from Fast Five. and That's one of the the best things about the franchise was that one because of the big re- reveal, too, because it was like a heist thing. This one, it's not a heist. You know, it's more, it's, it's it's barely a revenge movie, you know. Paul Walker is the one that dies, and we can see that the movie is a big tribute and send-off for his character. Han, his character, is the one that really dies in the movie, and I feel the way they don't really do anything with his character except for giving him a funeral, no one's really choked up about it. Everyone's sad. You know, we we see that. They they say a few lines. But especially in the ending. You know, let's go ahead and get into the ending. That was I can't think of a better ending than than to end it with that. But the way it was executed, I didn't cry. I know people cried at the end. You know what what did get me a little you know, almost there was the flashbacks of seeing Brian from all the other movies. But the stuff on the beach, seeing him with the family, Dom, if family is so important to you, why why, why were you leaving the beach without saying goodbye? Mia's your sister, for God's sake. Your nephew is on the beach with, you know, with your brother-in-law or whatever. And, um, you know, Brian has to chase him down for one last uh, race, you know, and then, they, you know, the, the whole symbolic scene where they go in different directions and Paul Walker happens to be driving a white Supra. Yeah, he owns it. And, you know, it, it's it's just like the first one that he drove. But the first one he drove was wasn't white um, unless I remember it differently. But I, I thought it was like orange or you know pink or something. I, I forget. Um, but it was it was a good ending. You know, and then for Paul at the end, you know that that uh, that 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 was really, it was it was nice. Okay, um, I really liked the ending, but I just felt like it it was like he it was like they were looking at a ghost. You, you know, it, it, Brian is right there. You guys are talking as if, you know, he's not gonna notice you guys leave. Okay, I mean. You guys all have souped up cars that probably sound really loud. I mean, that's I mean that's how Brian was able to catch up. But I I just didn't understand the whole thing about Dom leaving without saying goodbye. I mean, please, I I want somebody to email in and 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 and, and explain some of these to me. And and that's where I feel why this is like a four stars out of five for me because. Nobody should have to explain this to me. The movie should be doing it on its own. Yeah, I have some of these issues, but some of those, it, it could have been done differently. And 
maybe it wouldn't have taken me out of the movie in some of those scenes. But overall, I still think it's a solid movie. I had a fun-ass time watching this movie. I'll watch it again. Maybe not in the theater, but maybe like, um, you know, one of the uh, cheaper releases. You know, something like that. I, I, I'd watch it again, but I wouldn't pay another $10 to go see it. Um, I, I will pay the 20 to buy it on Blu-ray and own it, and I'll, I'll watch it when I get it. Um, so I, I don't think this is, you know, in the bottom three, it's definitely top four. I, I, I would have to sit here and really think it through of where it would be placed, but I still think five is the best one. This might, um, Furious 7 may be second or third. I, again, I'll have to really think about it, but, um, so that's that's pretty much it. I'm sure some more things are, are going to pop up as soon as I stop recording. But uh, at this point, I want to get into some listener feedback. I've got something for you. A letter. Okay, so now... I'm going to read uh, some of the um, other comments that was in the thread that that were a little bit more, uh, had some spoiler in it. And then I also have two emails. So uh, thank you guys for that. Uh, Jamel B. I saw it. It's really cheesy dialogue. I mean, extremely cheesy. But yeah, it's a great send off for Paul Walker. Miss Sandy is in it. So uh, very similar to some of the things I had mentioned earlier. And obviously, she's a Game of Thrones fan because she knows Natalie Emmanuel. Uh, Christopher N. Just saw it, and I was cussing through the whole movie. That ending, though. Someone started cutting some serious onions when that Paul Walker tribute started. Uh, Christopher, why were you cussing through the movie? Is that good or bad? I, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, so, so it sounds like he kind of choked up a little bit at the end. So, I look, I really like the ending, but... Um, I don't know, maybe the whole Dom leaving without saying goodbye, I think maybe that, you know, made me raise my eyebrows, so therefore, maybe I I was taking a little bit out, and I didn't get to cry like everyone else. I, I would have loved to, but I mean, it, it was still a very good ending. Um, Justin P., it was fast, it was furious. I mean, seven movies in, you know what you're getting. A lot of ridiculous, no effing way moments. Luda and Tyrese being comic relief, The Rock hulking out, at a very nice send-off for Paul Walker, and there's your movie. It was good, fast, and furious movie. Uh, Nick N. Saw it today. Non-stop action. The whole movie. It was awesome. The tribute they did for Paul at the end was incredible. It's one of those movies I would pay to go see again. Uh, James M. Now, James, people would know, uh, is a friend of mine. He was on the Top 5 Military Movies, the Godzilla episode... I want to say maybe one of the others, but that's who James is. Uh, favorite scenes were the mountain vehicular warfare, especially like the stunt with the bus sliding off the cliff, and the Dubai three-tower jump was bananas. Yes, sir, it was. Um, he continues, with all that hope, with all that, hope they end the series and not come back with eight. Um, someone told me today that, that they read somewhere that um, there are more to come um whether or not it's it's been official yet uh, I, I don't know if that's actually been put out but this movie's going to make money and and the money's going to make people bring it back now how they go about with the you know the subsequent movies it, that's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on um i feel that if they 
are they going to continue, which it sounds like they, they might, I think they it needs to be a, a, a soft reboot. You know, maybe um, the adventures of Tej and Roman, you know, and, and, and go from there. I don't need everybody back again. You, you know, it, it's just that's just, just too much. You, they kind of need to go in a different direction. That's just my opinion. Um, first emailer, Nolan S. Uh, Fast 7 does it again and in spectacular fashion. As a kid who grew up in my teens on the original Fast and Furious movies, it's safe to say that nostalgia for the cast is still there, even at age 32. There wasn't one moment during this movie where I felt bored or if I were streaming it would notoriously click it, no, click to fast forward to get to a good part. Sure, you have the typical holy crap, this could never happen in real life stuff, but that's part of the Fast and Furious fun. It's not meant to be taken seriously, at least not until the ending in this one. I can tell you this much. As a diehard fan and a huge fan of Paul Walker, I'm glad they finished this movie. It's what he would have wanted, and they definitely made him proud. Aside from Big Vinny Diesel looking a little old and more plump than normal, this movie is a two thumbs up with every member of the cast playing a great role. It's a must-see, and of course, hashtag for Paul. Um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, after after the first day the movie came out, I was seeing that a lot. Um, hashtag for Paul. Uh, I'm telling you, a lot of people saw this. But uh, thank you, Nolan, for emailing in. Uh, Phil N. I don't think Furious 7 is a great movie by any means, but what makes this version successful is that they stay true to the formula while evoking the nostalgia from earlier entries. It brings back comforting memories like eating Tostino pizza rolls uh, does for me, even though my taste buds have grown accustomed to much more sophisticated foods. I loved how they sort of broke the fourth wall in the end and sent Paul Walker off in a way that was respectful of his character and life. I was expecting the filmmakers to kill him off um, and really felt several times in the film that this would be it for real. All of those scenes and his send-off were the real plot twists in the film for me. Um, it's not the weakest in the series, but not the best. It doesn't stand well on its own, though. But for Fast and Furious to evoke sadness as an emotion, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, it wasn't bad enough to turn you off from future installments either. Not bad for a little cult niche movie that is 15 years old. So, uh, great email, Phil. Uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, and and I kind of agree. Uh, very similar uh, sentiments, except for it, I feel like I had a lot more issues in him. But um, uh, definitely, you know, put those into into words better than I would had. Uh, so that's that's all of the the feedback. I, I appreciate everybody that was able to leave some comments in the thread, and um, Phil and Nolan for uh, emailing in. You know, so hopefully uh, uh, the listeners enjoyed hearing your guys' take on that. Um, if you guys didn't, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if I pissed off anybody, but um, you know, please rate and review if you guys haven't done so. Especially if you're the uh, regular listeners and that have subscribed. Uh, that'll really help our show get out there. Uh, if you guys want to email in, you know we're open to suggestions, uh, questions or comments, things of that nature. You can email at hlfpodcast at gmail dot com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at hlfpodcast. Uh, I don't have anything planned yet for the next episode, but until then, I'm Peter, and this is Hydrate Level Four. It's been a long. 
without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Damn, who knew? All the planes we flew, good things we've been through. That I'll be standing right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh, but something told me that it wouldn't last. Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture. Those were the days, hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. Uh, how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last ride. Without you, my friend, and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you. Watch your way and the vibe is feeling strong and we're small Turn to a friendship, a friendship turn to a bond And that bond will never be broken, the love will never get lost And when brotherhood come first, then the line will never be crossed Established it on our own when that line had to be drawn And that line is what we reach, so remember me when I'm gone can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last one. Let the light guide your way. Yeah. Hold every memory as you go. And every road you take. you my friend and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again we've come a long way from where we began oh I'll tell you all about it when I see you